Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for the podcaster that doesn't have anything silly or like it. Soon I'll be saying stuff silly and witty. Well, no, not witty. I don't think like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I guess it won't be will, witty, 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 uh, I don't know why the word Willie popped in my head. Is Silly Willie, was that a character or something? Anyway, has anybody ever called Willie Nelson silly before? I mean, I'm sure there's been times, obviously, Willie Nelson has been silly, acted silly, probably in a more comfortable environment. What does this have to do with anything? You may be asking yourself that, and that's a great question because I have no idea. It's time for the podcast that's here to keep you company. And take your mind off of stuff so you could fall asleep. The podcast that believes you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can feel less alone in the deep, dark night. That's really what the show is here for, why it exists. And why it's a little bit different, a little bit strange, a little bit goofy. It does take a few times to get used to. Because I'm here to keep you company and be your friend in the deep, dark night so you could fall asleep. I'm here to be your friend that you don't need to listen to. Clearly, you picked up on that with the first part of this intro. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, I hope I can help you fall asleep. And thanks for making it all possible, my patron peeps. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts on your mind, you know, things you're thinking about, uh, about the past, the present, the future. Those thoughts, oh boy, do they come up for me <laughs> pretty much uh, all, all the time. So thoughts, it could be feelings, anything emotionally coming up for you related to those thoughts or feelings that are just there or they're left over from the day. It could be any physical sensations, changes in your time, your temperature, your routine. You could be traveling, you could be having guests, you could have something coming up. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm here to help. And the way I help, uh, or, well, let me tell you why I help, uh, or why I try to help. It doesn't work for everybody. This show, it does take a few tries to get used to, uh, and it's not everyone's cup of tea. So if if you already know, you say, I'm not sure about this show. We have other sleep podcasts you could check out and sleepy audio at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of regular listeners, people have been listening since 2013, have told me, it took two or three tries for me to get used to you. So give it a shot. And the reason people have been listening so long, the reason people go out of their way to spread the word about the podcast, thank you so much, regular listeners, is because for the people the podcast works for, it works. Uh, And why I want it to work is, one, a lot of us listening right now, a lot of the other people that are here with you, they know how it feels in the deep, dark night. They might not know exactly what you're going through, but they could relate to those feelings. 
So that's one thing. The other thing is that uh, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you could rest. You deserve a bedtime that you don't dread, that you at least feel neutral about or that you look forward to. You deserve a safe place. And it's important to me, too, because if you get the rest you need, your life's going to be more manageable. I know what it last yesterday I was like tired all day long and just groggy, you know, and I know so I know how that feels. And I, I want your life to be more manageable. If your life's more manageable, you could be out there living your life and more fully flourishing. And that means the world we live in is a better place because your world's a better place. And that is important. So that's why I make the show. What I'll do here is I'm going to keep you company and take your mind off stuff. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. So that means I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to go off topic. Then I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to say, what was I talking about again? Then I'll say, what What, what about, when was the last time I was at an Oshkosh Bagash outlet store? And then, I, then I'll say, I wonder, I wah, wah, wonder when, uh, uh, like I went to Osh, went away to Oshkosh. And so that's the kind of stuff you could expect. Those are superfluous tangents and uh, whatever the other thing uh, I said. But a couple other things, if you're new to know, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen which means you just kind of listen to it in the background as I go on and on and on. It, it, some people do listen. Some people don't listen to me at all. Some people don't even understand what I'm saying. Some people have the show turned down to just a minimum volume where I'm just mumbling. But you could, like I always say, like, listen to me like I'm just out of focus, like I'm just in the other room or across the room. It's not so much that you're not listening to me as that you don't really have to pay too much attention to me. I'm here for your benefit, to keep you company. So you could kind of just barely, you say, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, tell me again about those biscuits. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about biscuits. I was talking about biscuit, biscuit, my new invention, biscuit, biscuit, biscottis, biscots. Uh, And you say, really? I say, I don't know. Is that a? Do you think that's a workable? But it's a, it's a biscuit that takes like take take tastes like biscotti. But it's you know, and you say, well, why did you just invent that? And imagine you, you that's an imaginary invention, right? Well, I don't know. It's a I guess it's a brainstorm here, right in the middle of a sleep podcast. But one of the things that keeps me from eating biscotti is you know other than. I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure I had, like, a piece of biscotti that's been great. I'm sure there are great pieces of biscotti out there. But it's also, the like, uh, the I'm not a fan of crumbly, crunchy uh, bread. Like, a little too crummy for me, particularly at bedtime. I've never had biscotti in bed before. And that is a nice piece of alliteration. But uh, it would be a bit crumbly. And... I guess again, and then you say, do you butter it? Because I don't think you do because it's, you can't toast it because it's already crunchy. Then you just, uh, so then part of my brain said, we're supposed to be introducing a sleep podcast and telling people how to just kind of barely listen to us. And then my brain said, what about a biscuit that's biscotti? And you're saying biscotti flavored biscuit. And I say, well, no, biscotti. 
Oh, biscuit, biscuit. Oh, you're right. We can't call it biscotti because that's already biscotti. Biscotti. That's, uh, what did I originally call it? Biscot, biscuit, biscuit, biscotti, biscotti, biscotti. That's a biscuit. It's biscotti. But it, biscotti something. Biscotti is a specific thing. It's not a biscuit. Bis, biscotti, biscuit, biscotti. I, do you know, can you tell? No, I can't tell the difference between biscotti and biscotti. Oh, well, it's a biscuit, biscotti. It's shaped like a biscuit. It's, uh, well, but biscuits could be dry. My brain just said, and I said, you're right about that. That's the one downside about some biscuits, too dry and crumbly. So in this case, they would have something in common. So it is possible. Maybe, I'll, I don't know. Maybe I'll look up a recipe. I'm going to do it right now, actually, so I remember. And uh, homemade. Can't spell homemade correctly. Homemade. B-I-S-C. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I, I have it on a tab on my phone. So, um... Oh, what am I, I like, uh, I'm here to go, what was it? Oh, so just kind of barely listen to me. Obviously, if you were just listening to me, I kept you company, took your mind off of stuff with something that's barely sensible. But you say, well, he does have a point. Uh, you know, this isn't exactly whatever they call it, that fancy kind, those fancy kinds of de- deconstructed cooking or anything. But what's stopping someone from taking a biscotti recipe and, and combining with a biscuit recipe? I'm sure somebody on the Internet's already done it. And, uh, I mean, part of my brain, again, has preconceived notions, not just about the texture of biscotti, but about the uh, flavor of it. It says, uh, that's why. And I'd say, well, we've never, I, I'm just being honest. There's things I've never given a fair chance to. Biscotti's one of them. I'll just be perfectly honest with everyone out there. You're correct. I've never given, I gave cannolis a fair shot recently, fresh cannolis at a restaurant. And, uh, like they were unbelievable. So, and I, I think it was just more like my cannoli experience before that had been limited to kind of, uh, cannolis had been sitting around a while. So again, um, you're right. You're, you're right. Um, I don't know what I'm talking. I'm, I'm just here to barely be listened to. So that's one thing about the podcast is you kind of just barely listen. The other thing is this podcast isn't here to put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. And I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bruh, your boar bud, your boar friend in the deep dark night to keep you company and to be here. Uh, as a distraction, not to put you asleep. Now, eventually you fall asleep, but if you can't sleep, believe it or not, there's a percentage of listeners who can't sleep or need a break during the day. I'm here to the very end. So I'm here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. I told you why I make the show. I told you it takes a few tries to get used to it. The other thing that throws new people off is the structure of the show. The show's designed in a very specific way. So that there's a minimal amount of pressure to listen and a minimal amount of pressure to fall asleep. I'm here, uh, like you could listen to me throughout the night or when you wake up. But the show is uh, designed structurally in a way 
to meet a couple goals. One, so you feel seen and welcome. So that's what the beginning is. Hey, uh, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I don't say hey. I don't know if there's any hey that actually listens to the podcast. We say, oh, okay. And then I say something silly and say, oh, okay. So this is not a serious podcast either. So that's the greeting. Then there's support. My goal is for the podcast to come out twice a week, new episodes, uh, like as many new episodes as we could put out uh, in a year uh, on a regular basis, twice a week for free. So paying for it is optional. And the sponsors and the listeners who support the show really make that possible. All the work that goes into the show, all the love that goes into the show, that's supported by the people that support the sponsors and support the podcast. So you don't have to pay for it unless you want to. Pretty cool, including the fact that I think there's like 500 episodes you could listen to for free or 400. So that's pretty amazing. Um, Then there's support for listeners who are having a tough time in communities around the show because it's important to be a part of something, right? Uh, and then there's the intro, which is separate from all that stuff. Some people, when they feel a little surly about stuff, they lump those two things in together or they wonder why the intro goes on and on and on for like 10 to 20 minutes. So I'll tell you why it goes on and on and on to ease you into bedtime and to give me an opportunity to have, uh, half baked ideas. Hopefully my biscottis are fully baked, half baked biscottis. Uh, finish them at home or they don't, I don't know if like if they were half baked, would they be less crumbly? I don't know. I don't think that would work. You'd ha- then you'd have a gummy biscuit, Gum- gummy biscuits, something totally different, which we don't have time to cover. That's a biscuit. That's a gummy and biscuit, like a biscuit shaped gummy. That's, that's a third thing. What about uh, a mochi biscuit? There's, I know, I think there's like a mochi donuts, and uh, it's. I thought there was like somebody that was like making mochi something else, and there was like, oh, well, like mochi muffins, mochi biscuit, mochi biscotti biscuit. Uh, might be too many. I don't know. They could solve the uh, crumb crumb factor. I don't know. I, I like. I've never. I've never cooked anything with mochi before, so I don't even know. Um, I think it has some sort of mix in my cu- cupboard. Oh boy! Uh, somebody call Wiley Dufresne and Richard Blaze and, and let them know. Scooters, like, uh, what if we? We'll bring all those ingredients to a particle collider, and we'll see what happens. You know, say talk about what do they call it gastro uh microbiology or whatever they say that's not what we say okay well fair enough uh, oh what was i saying don't oh the, the the intro goes on and on and on to introduce new listeners to the show but also give you some distance between the time you're awake to the time you're asleep it's a kind of twilight and uh like a tuning down or lowering of the volume or slow landing so for most listeners, they're listening to the intro and they're either getting ready for bed or they're doing something relaxing or they're in bed getting comfortable. There are people that are asleep. We're happy for them. We're also happy for your partner or your roommate that falls asleep oh so fast uh, or your pets that are sleeping. So that's great for them. Uh, but for most of us, it takes uh, some wind down to get to sleep. So that's what the intro does. Now, you could skip it. 2% of people skip it. A few thousand people listen to story-only episodes. 
But just see how it goes. That's why the intro's here, to introduce you to something new every time. I could just repeat the intro or something, but I don't think it would do its job of taking your mind off of stuff if it was predictable. It's familiar, follows a familiar structure, but then I come up with some relatively okay ideas, like Biscotti. You say, what happened to Scooter? Well, he retired for uh, 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 like uh, four days when he started his Biscotti business. Uh, and then uh, they said, how are we going to, we, we still don't understand. You, you've misspelled Biscuit and Biscotti. And there's really no way for people to tell that it's something different. Uh, Unless you're at, I mean, I could do it at a farmer's market. Also, also, you're not, you don't, you're not, you don't, while you bake things, you're not a baker, you know. And also, you've already been banned from every particle collider and particle accelerator and uh, like all those things. So you could, there's no, you won't have any, and uh, the Great Coalition on Dark Matter has, uh, you know, said, and, and you're also not allowed in any metaverses or multiverses. How about a malted? What about instead of a multiverse? What about the malted verse? Is there a part of the multiverse that's malted? Just a question that popped in my brain. I'd like to go there. You say, I have a regular shake, uh, then you bring it back here. Vanilla shake in a malted verse would be malted. I mean, if you don't listen to the intro, you miss out on this kind of stuff. I mean, that's the most sensible thing I've ever said accidentally while in the middle of a tangent about something else. If you went to a part of the multiverse that was the malted verse, everything would be malted, right? You'd say, <laughs> it wouldn't, don't just order balls in the malted verse because it could be anything. But you could order shake. I mean, other stuff you might not want, you know, like mashed potatoes. That might be interesting. The biscotti, though, or the biscotti, biscotti uh, those would be could be interested. You say, oh, this says you bring it back to our world. That's what you just do. You go. You say, what are you doing? I'm ordering uh, malt, malted eats, malted, you know, malted da- dash malted foods. Uh, or I'm just going out for, you know, what do they call it? A takeaway? No, um, I don't know. But, oh, boy, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. I'm actually at the tail end. So the intro is meant to go on and on and on to ease you into bedtime and take your mind off stuff, but you could skip it. But if you're new, just give it a few tries and see how it goes. Then there's support again, so the podcast can be free. Uh, because believe it or not, it does take a bunch of work. I know it's hard to believe, uh, uh, but it, like to keep the show coming out uh, twice a week on the regular. And then there's a story tonight. will be a we'll be talking about Ted Lasso. You know who would like who would I don't know if Ted Lasso is in one of the staff has to be in the malted food, malted shakes, malts. And you say we well, want to go. You want to head over to the malted verse. We say the multiverse. The well, that's the malted verse. I wonder if you um if you kiss your shoulders after visiting the multiverse. If you have a little bit of a malt flavor, you know, just from drinking the water, you probably would. I guess you'd have to stay there. And uh, I don't know what would I, maybe I'll have some. I don't think I'll have malted water, but if anybody wants to remind me, I do have malt powder. Okay, so anyway, gotta get back on track here. Not too much time in the malted verse. 
you see, like, I mean, but you, like if you were getting a rundown of it, you see, it's, it's just like our world, but everything's malted that you consume for, uh, you see, really? Yeah. So it's not for everybody, no, but everybody there, it's just normal. Every, everything else is normal except for the malted part. You see, okay. I think I could, you can't adjust though. Your 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 pal will never adjust. Even we've learned that we've done studies, but you could break. So we just go there for takeout. It just doesn't seem like a productive use of the multiverse, right? That was a sleep podcaster's idea. In between, he has a place selling uh, on the border of the multiverse and uh, whatever we're on Earth four. Um, uh, what do they call us in the multiverse, right? Like, uh, I don't, any, oh boy, sleep podcast, or you get back on track verse. So, anyway, um, oh, so then there'll be, a, we'll be talking about Ted Lasso, uh, uh, learning from Lasso, lulling. Even if you've never seen the show, it'll be pretty, uh, you know, you've heard so far what I've covered. And then there's thank yous at the end. So, it's a structure show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for get, again for coming by. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody. It is time to talk about. Is this what episode is it? This can't be nine, is it really? Um, Hold on one second. Uh... No, 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 eight, uh, thank you, thanks. I was like, it couldn't be nine. But it can be eight. It's uh, uh, Ted Lasso, uh, season one, episode eight, Diamond Dogs. Uh, they call them the Diamond Dogs. Um, we'll go through my notes first. And uh, bus, grass, slow zoom, luggage, door opens. Oh, man. Question mark d- dialogue uh, that we'll do later. Did not want to miss a bus. Uh, Rebecca Stud, oi, out. Uh, Ted at the end of the bed. Is, that one was a little. Uh, uh, Ted not handover. Oh, Ted sitting there with his hands around his bag at the end of the bed with his uh, evening uh, companion. Um, uh, sassy, right? Uh, bum, 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 something. Oh, bag, uh, in cat, in lap. Uh, Ted, Ted, not, uh, hand over bag and lap. Uh, how or two, three out. Oh, have you been awake for long? An hour, two or three hours, uh, or, uh, four hours total. I liked that. Uh, breakfast, late checkout. I'll be your underhills. Now, that's a deep-cut joke uh, that, uh, very niche, but right at the niche I had. Uh, so, uh, that's from uh, Fletch and uh, the first movie, Fletch, the first Fletch. And I haven't seen rewatched Fletch in a while, but I did rewatch Beverly Hills Cop in the last uh, few months. And uh, similar style of, uh, like, uh, um... Rolling Stone, I guess, technically, I don't know. But anyway, um, the Underhills are, uh, you should see Fletch. It's, uh, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'll have to rewatch it. But uh, 
from my memory, like, and I've seen it in the last 10 years or maybe the last 15 years. But yeah, it's a deep cut. And uh, I think at the end of the movie, there's even a joke about it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, the first, I only got it when I was taking the notes. I said, wait a second, I'll be your underhills because uh, she's uh, going to charge breakfast to Ted's room. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh, wait, let's just look it up, though. Let, let's see if I'm, how close I am. This is on uh, Reddit. Uh, it's a reference to Fletch, Chevy Chase. Uh, yeah. Um, where are they at? Uh, country Club. They might be at the Beverly Hills Country Club. Uh, won't spoil anything. Uh, very good, if a little uneven. Okay. Okay, deep joke, double exclamation bar. Oh, we put Fletch dot dot question mark question mark. Open bus pulls into um whatever the dog pound or wherever they play dog track. Pound, but would it would uh if I guess it would it, like uh pound puppies? I don't know why that popped in my head. That's not my notes. Nate, uh, ill. There, Roy, Roy. Lambo. Oh, the Lambo's in the parking lot, I think. Still in the parking lot. Beard chasing after Ted. What's up? Uh, no talk uh, for five hours. Keely, Roy, getting his cheeks massaged. We get a general MFM podcast reference. Uh, coffee, busy. Naso hamstring. Next, is he's going to get his... You want to get coffee and busy. Also, she's going to massage my hamstrings. Ted says nuts for butts. Uh, Higgins in casual gear. Oh, so they talk about Ted's night out. Uh, Nate says, did you have fun? Did she have fun? Uh, lovely talking about mates. We'll go through the dialogue about this kind of stuff. Uh, tell Rebecca, no. Roy, no. Higgins says, can I be honest with you? Rational Dilemma Gods, uh, Rassal Dilemma Gods, uh, Silk Jackets, Diamond Dogs. Oh, those are the different, uh, so we'll go through those. Uh, let's look up Silk Jackets, though. Silk, just Google it and see what comes up, and Diamond Dogs, Silk Jackets. So they call their, like, problem-solving team the Diamond Dogs. Okay, that comes up with more of like if you're shopping for silk jackets. Uh, let's see, silk jackets history. When I think of silk jackets, I think of um, Laverne and Shirley. Silk jackets history. Silk bomber jacket? Silk shirt? Let's see, silk bomber jacket history. No, that's not it. Uh, uh, silk, anyway, silk souvenir jacket in its cultural history. Uh, let's see if I can find anything. It's not like, you know, when you think about Pinky Tuscadero. Oh, and then you have silk jackets, like souvenir sports jackets. Um, but I don't know which jacket they were referring to. I thought they were referring to, yeah, like a bowling style silk jacket. Let me try that one. You're right. Uh, B, this is a live Sleep With Me podcast, uh, bowling. Silk, I spelled silk wrong, if you can believe it. Jacket. History. Oh, wow, put in history for me. 
difficult fashion jackets. This is from MessyChic.com. Let's see. Fashion, these are fashion jackets, so. And there's a lot of pop-ups, so that's not going to work. Um, let's see if anything. Bowling shirts. Uh, 50-style shirts. Okay, so we didn't find anything. Let's Google Diamond Dogs and see what comes up. Would you believe I spelled diamond dogs wrong? You would. You would. You, um, so let's see. Wikipedia. I just want to see what else comes up. Diamond dogs. Uh, diamond dogs is also uh, part of a game, Metal Gear. I didn't realize that. Uh, diamond dogs is a movie. Diamond dogs, a 2007 movie. Oh, there's a Pitchfork review. It's from 2016. That might be interesting, though. And, uh, yeah, so let's just look up Diamond Dog's album. Let's do the lyrics first. Okay. My brain said, let's do the lyrics. Uh, well, I'll open up. How about I open up the lyrics in a new tab, brain? Okay, so the Wikipedia, that's uh, the eighth studio album by Bowie. 74, it came out. Um... It followed the disbanding of the backing band Spiders from Mars and uh, changes in uh, Bowie played guitar on uh, the record. Let's see. It was between Pinups and David Live. Um, singles were Rebel Rebel, Diamond Dogs, and 1984. It was conceived, according to Wikipedia, when uh, uncertainty of where a career was headed. Uh, it was a result of multiple products, uh, projects. Uh, you know, there's a musical based on Ziggy Stardust, which was scrapped. Uh, adaptation of uh, 1984. Uh, Bowie couldn't get the rights to it. Uh, then uh, another uh, something based on the writings of Burroughs. Together, the songs from these projects form the theme of Diamond Dogs, really. Although the title track introduces a persona named Halloween Jack, uh, Ziggy Stardust is still present throughout the album. Uh, Preceded by lead singer Rebel Rebel, Diamond Dogs was a commercial success. Uh, Many criticize its lack of cohesiveness, but many biographers consider it one of the best works. so there's a lot on there, music and lyrics. Uh, Diamond Dogs was Bowie's last album in the glam rock genre. Let's see. Let's see, side one. There were all these little Johnny Rottens and Sid Viciouses, really, and in my mind, there was no means of transport. Uh, roller skating, uh, furs on, skinny. It was a precursor to the punk thing. Okay, let's go to uh, the Pitchfork review, 9.0. This is by Barry Walters, January 22nd, uh, 2016. Diamond Dogs is a bummer, a bad trip, uh, no fun, a sustained work of decadence and dread that transforms corrosion and celebration. Let's see. After a 1977 performance that still ranks among the wildest, most manic, manic musical performances ever hit daytime. Iggy Pop chats with TV talk show host Dinah Shore uh, and uh, David Bowie, Rosemary Clooney. This is some sort of, uh, I don't know. 
So this is, you know, these are this is an in-depth review. Uh, last glam gasp of Bowie's English years, dog sprawls towards Bowie's forthcoming uh, per- white Duke persona, thin white Duke persona, ex- embracing black exploitation, funk and soul, rock opera, European art song, Broadway. Rubble Rubble was Iggy Pop-like blast uh, and aimed at America's teenage wasteland. Uh, dogs was born of frustration of failed opportunities. That's what we were talking about. Uh, while this was happening, loss of, uh, okay. So this is, uh, then the return of Tony Visconti, Visconti. So yeah, tons, tons of stuff. I mean, you could really get in depth to hear, uh, and let's see, let's just, uh, as they pulled out of the, uh, Oxygen tent, tent, you asked for the latest party with your silicone hump and your, oh boy, this is, uh, okay, we'll skip the, uh, probably have to skip the lyrics of, uh, let's see, some of them, uh, Halloween Jack, uh, top of Manhattan Chase, elevators broke, so he slides down a rope, uh, they call them the Diamond Dogs, so you could read the lyrics too. Let's see, but go back to Keeley's waiting for a text from Roy, wine, doorbell, Jamie is at the doorbell, fax, ten touches, dribbles, Keeley impressed, uh, enough talk, or emoji talk, no, no, enough talk, they, they first they talk about emojis, then they say enough talk, uh, then it's the morning, Ted has biscuits and truffles, he thanks Rebecca for being there for me. Metaphoric Saint Bernard, metaphoric, a lot of metaphor talk. The Milk Sisters, uh, Dunn and Dunner, uh, 2.9% of the team they own, 2% Milks. Uh, Keeley's talking to players. Air Jordans issues and Air Jordans, Rolos, just Rolos. I bought some Rolos on my, when I was out of town specifically because of this and and when i said i haven't had rollos in so long and then after i bought them i said to myself don't leave them in your pocket and i said well i just leave them in my pocket till i get home from the store but then i left them in my pocket and then they were uh like uh they had um they didn't leak or anything so then i put them in a freezer and i forgot about them so i didn't have any rollos so it's on my list roy shows up keely's office efficient to uh, see a movie Talking V, love loving, trying to be more honest. Okay, then no. Yes, yep. Roy knows noise, breeze, mowing grass, moving grass, pyramid. Moving grass, mowing grass by Roy staring at the pyramid. Ted, hi, Roy. Roy can't speak, grunt. Ted amused house. Dad, Keely, Jamie Tarts. Love triangle, docadecahedron, docadecahedron, or something. Fine, fine, furry feller. My, don't you fret, my fine furry feller. Diamond dogs. Who care? They all know. Cookies and cream. Gershwin. To be liked by someone. Like you must be wonderful. Oh, yeah, let's look up Gershwin's. Gershwin's. 
Yeah, so we get to learning with Lasso, Gershwin, George Gershwin, uh, pianist and composer uh, whose music and compositions uh, spanned both popular and classic genres, Rhapsody in Blue, uh, American in Paris, uh, and more, and uh, Summertime. Uh, let's see, but there's, a you know, of course, a ton of stuff in here. Uh, whole family, like the whole history of George Gershwin, Tin Pan Alley, his first big national hit, Swanee. First major work was Rhapsody in Blue. Uh, then, let's see, Porgy and Bess. Uh, uh, let's see what else here. So again, very extensive stuff. Think about the de- the depth of the joke telling. I'm still not even sure what Nate says that is from Gershwin. So, um, Gershwin Lasso. Let's just put that in and see. Gershwin Ted Lasso. Somebody else search for it. Shout out to the Gershwins. Uh, this is again on Reddit. Uh, does someone know what, refer, what it refers to? Uh, it's S Wonderful. Some wonderful, uh, from George and Ira Gerwin. Uh, Nate says, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Okay, wow, that is <laughs> deeper than uh, a fletch cut. Grow up and get over it, the beard says. Uh, Diamond Dogs. Uh, Strock, Strock Angla. Pubmoth, uh, struck, oh, the Diamond Dogs were struck again. Then we're at the pub, the Milk Sisters jokes, uh, Rupert and Bex are there, Rebecca times four, Shaw something, uh, Champagne, Milk Sisters not coming. Have they expired? No, they sold their shares to Bex. We're engaged, drinks on me. Boods, Keely, and Danny. Okay, then we go back. Uh, Keely's talking to Danny. What does Boods mean? I don't know. Boots? Oh, they uh, get the boots so we can drink out of them. When uh, uh, Rupert's like, I'm going to buy us a drink for everybody at the bar. Mucho, mucho joy for free. Roy and Keely, press conference, role play. Uh, like you. But more backy, more Keely laughs. I really like, again, how they punctuate the performances of like, uh, like you, more something. I don't know. And Keely laughs at the end. Like you can tell she's, you know, her and Roy are smitten with each other. Rupert's speech, uh, back on Ted's case, uh, Jeremy and Paul. Rupert wants to be friends. Uh, Ted takes control. How about a game? Uh, something for film Alfred. Oh, feta- <laughs> addiction to fettuccine, fettuccine Alfredo. That's what that says. Uh, Ted was hooked on fettuccine Alfredo for a while. Ted proposal. You're you're on Rupert Dupers, Rupert Dupers or something. Rupert Dupes, uh, Rupert Dupes. Uh, Rupert has his own darts. 
then Ted does that. I forgot I'm left-handed. Uh, Roy and Keeley walking, talking, yoga, Ballhouse, Ballhow. Oh, that I think that was, um, and maybe that would come up. Something Roy says I want to look up. Kiss, he gets a SD card. I think it's actually a CF, like a CF card, but, uh, I put SD card, uh, it gives it to Keeley, Roy, IOU, some on debate. Uh, let's see. Gives us Rupert, IOU. Okay, R- Rupert, I- IOU. R- Rupert wants to do lineup. He's going to put Sam on defense. Uh, no, it's all, not all Ted's fault. Uh, better. Marina's two triples, 20s. Uh, the handwriting is real. I did the, do this on a plane, just so you know. Uh, two triple 20s uh, and a bullseye. Ted makes a great speech, which actually, I mean, really good, really, really, really good for uh, 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 be curious, not judgmental. One triple, all those fellows who uh, judge me understand, uh, never understood who I was. Uh, I was nothing, no, I, I had nothing to do with it, uh, or I didn't understand. Uh, quarters like players, lots of drinks, triple two, uh, 10 to 16 with Dalhow, Babai sauces, barbecue sauce, Ted says, uh, bullseye. Rebecca loves it. Only thing one left thing left to do, left to do. Drinks on me. Uh, training favor. Sesame Street. Higgins. One second. Hi, boss. Hi, Ted. They like spell out. We spelt it out. She filled it in. I don't know what that means. Higgins. Rebecca talk. Uh, tickets. Rupert Higgins says no. Where were those morals uh, when we were friends? Uh, and he says, you're right. I should have been brave. I'm sorry. Uh, and I guess I'm going to have to quit. Uh, and Higgins is out. Uh, Rebecca's sad. And then Keeley comes in and she has uh, the uh, CF card. Uh, she has pictures of the, um, that she set him up. Uh, and then Diamond Dogs plays, I guess. Come clean or I tell Ted the truth or I will. So somehow Keeley figured everything out. Uh, but yeah, let's get it playing right now, and let's see how it goes. Uh, Apple Original here, Warner Bros. Television Production, and we zoom on the bus. The hotel is uh, very nice. Uh, open the door. What's going on, Cherie? Coach, come over here. Sam's got a nice white t- uh, sweatshirt on. Uh, Z-Man, Danny, check it out. It's so cute. Uh, looks like Angel Man. They take his picture. He's snuggled up with the coats. Morning, sunshine. You okay? I didn't want to miss the bus, so I slept in here. Got a tummy tum-tum. Moosey uh, shirtless. uh a uh, very fit man in a bed sleeping. Rebecca's trying to sneak out, but it's her room. And she says, hey, get out. Uh, uh, Ted gets a text to Nate's picture. 
Good morning. Uh, got you a coffee. Thank you. You've been up uh, one hour, no, two hours, no, three, well, actually four, three hours total. Last night was nice, uh, five stars, certified fresh. Ted's a little bit, uh, got to go, yeah, got you a late checkout. And uh, very thoughtful of you. Come on, then, I'm going back to sleep. I'm going to order a huge breakfast. Uh, I'll be around the hills anytime. That's where the pro move, move right there. And I'll see you around. Ted nods. Uh, still awkward. He has like a feeling. <laughs> Look on his face. Uh, then the show opens. The bus pulls into home after the opening. Yeah, there's still a Lamborghini, I think, in the parking lot. I think that's a Lamborghini. Nate's not feeling good. Ted's still looking like he's overthinking. So then Beards goes, dude, what's going on, man? You didn't even speak the whole five-hour bus ride. That's a record by five hours. And he says, listen, I got to tell you, I had a little, uh, I slow danced with somebody last night. Uh, no jokes. Uh, no knowing glances. Uh, uh, dance with Sassy, Rebecca's friend. Want to talk about it? Oh, do I? Then Keely goes in Roy training room. The trainer, she has uh, headphones in. Now a good time to talk? Yeah, she can't hear us. Uh, so don't worry. Uh, she's listening to podcasts. Uh, so she says, wow, last night, huh? Yep. Uh, there's a party. You could use a coffee for hangover. You want to get one? Uh, I'm busy, Roy says, uh, so you better leave. Uh, she's going to work on my hamstrings, and I tend to make noises. I'll see you around. Bye. Okay, then they're in the office. Ted says, uh, no judgment zone, right? Uh, but uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't like to kiss and tell, but a slow dance. Did you have fun? Did she have fun? Nate says, uh Ted's moving his head. Higgins says, what's the problem? Well, uh, you know, it's just a, quite a roller coaster of a day. Uh, and uh, that's when Nate says, I always wanted to kind of talk about the complex dynamics of uh, things. Uh, should I tell Rebecca? Everyone says no. And uh, everybody says, uh, then Roy says, what's going on? Uh, love your perspective. He says, no. Higgins says, why are you uh, going on 12 rounds with yourself? Uh, Beard says, cut, 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 time to cut yourself some slack. They make that up as a team, actually. Need some scissors to cut yourself some slack. Uh, Ted Lasso's personal dilemma squad. EQ Warriors. Uh, Knights of Support. Sounds like Jack Strap. Uh, and uh, how about the Diamond Dogs? Nate says, Diamond Dogs it is. And then they all howl. howl. Keely's waiting for a, a text from, uh, she texts Roy. He doesn't reply. Jamie's at the door. Thought you were in Manchester. I'm in town. Uh, how you doing? I had 10 touches, uh, dribbles, 89th minute, uh, scored. Uh, just wanted to talk. Uh, you know, everything happened with Lasso. Lasso didn't dump dumped me. No, he didn't. He could have stopped it. No, yeah. 
And Jamie says, you know, uh, you saw a greater Jamie inside a great Jamie, uh, took me out, uh, to do all these emotional things, feel all these emotions, uh, he goes, uh, that's, like, I don't know, he says a bunch of stuff about how she, he says, thanks for helping me. She says, you're welcome. Then he goes to leave, uh, and she goes, this is interesting. You never sent me a, like, a flirty emoji, uh, before, you know, that's what you always do. And they talk about flirty emojis, innuendo, emoji innuendo. You want to have a drink? Uh, wait a second, do you mean, what do you mean, uh, you don't mean a drink, do you? She goes, yeah, no. He goes, this is how that works? Uh, sometimes. Uh, and she laughs. Uh, Ted goes into Rebecca's office. Morning, I got biscuits and uh, truffles. Make a sandwich. And uh, like a little breakfast sandwich. Uh, deliciousness. Thanks again for helping me in Liverpool. Don't worry, Ted. Uh, you got a coupon for life. I'm your metaphorical St. Bernard. Metaphorical stuff. Uh, metaphorical neck. Uh, metaphorically speaking. And she's okay. If you want to help, uh, I got to meet these uh, the Milk Sisters, and I don't want to. They're like that sleep podcaster. Uh, and she goes, I'll just introduce you and take off. Uh, and Ted goes, yeah, I can call them 2% milks. They'll love you. Rebecca says, see you later. Then we have Keely working with the team. I love Eric Jordan's uh, athletic wear, issue-oriented products, uh, pro-environment, pro anti-pollution, Sam says. Uh, Rolos, uh, sweets and chocolate? Nope, just Rolos, Isaac. Uh, just Rolos. No Sour Patch, please. Then Roy comes in. Kaylee looks up. She says, uh, she, she, "He goes. She goes. This is my office when it's not in use. I uh, got a box for everything. Efficient. You want to see a movie later? What? Uh, I asked you out yesterday, and you said you were busy. I was busy. I texted you last night. Yeah, I was busy. Uh, what about that kiss? Uh, oh yeah, it was great. Uh, so what's the problem? He goes, listen." Uh, I guess I want to do things right this time, uh, and honest and slow. And, uh, she goes, uh, he goes, usually I just said, you know, uh, have like rumors or lose things. Uh, and he goes, I'm trying to do this one differently. I should have told you that I apologize. Uh, trying to be more honest. And then she goes, well, thank you. By the way, while we're being honest, uh, Jamie was over last night and, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Emoji innuendo turned to, uh, emoji factuendo. And he goes, what, what? Uh, she goes, I'm just being honest with you. I'd like you to be okay with it. Uh, cause, uh, there's nothing wrong with it either. Uh, Roy doesn't say anything, just glares. Uh, when you can speak again, Roy, why don't you come talk to me? She watches him leave. We watch somebody mowing the grass. Then we see that uh, pyramid of success. Roy's glaring at it. Ted says, hi, Roy. Roy doesn't say anything. Okay, am I supposed to figure this out? Uh, grunt's all I got to go on. Okay, let me see. Uh, buying your first house. Nope. Not that. Okay. Uh, your dad, Stuff with your dad. Nope, my dad's from South London, dude. Me and Keely, uh, but every time I think of her, I think of Jamie. Uh, 
And Roy goes, oh, boy. I mean, Ted says that uh, love triangle, complicated shape, uh, dodecahedron joke, no shape-based jokes, please, Roy says. Uh, and he goes, it's time to call the Diamond Dogs. You roll in. They're already fine. Don't you fret. Uh, your relationship with them will be a matter of the past. Uh, and Roy says, what in the heck? Uh, he goes, uh, Oh, there's a lot of, so many jokes, but they already know. Saw this coming. Nothing like early courtship. Roy doesn't like this. Uh, he says, you and Keely are like cookies and cream, right? Perfect analogy. Uh, we all know where ex-boyfriend is. Uh, he's in my brain. I don't understand. Keely's so kind to be won by her. Must be wonderful. Uh, shout out to the Gershwins. Uh, dang it, fellas. Uh, then he does the opposite. Uh, Ted does, and that's not okay, darn it. Uh, I love it when coach does sarcasm. Roy says, I can't control my feelings. Then <laughs> coach says, let them control you. Then, uh, and they say, he says, but what about last night? And they go, well, are you dating? No. Uh, are you together? No. Coach, what do you think, Beard? Uh, grow up and get over it. Uh, Diamond Dogs are struck again. Ted's happy. They howl, they pant, uh, Roy doesn't like it, but, but they're correct. Uh, then we go to the pub. Anyone see the Milk Sisters? We'll skim the back room. Don't make me regret this. I'm going to be an utter gentleman. British, British Jones's dairy. Uh, maybe I won't use some of my jokes. Uh, maybe you should leave, Ted. Uh, no, there's Rupert and Bex. Rupert, what are you doing here? Uh, celebrating. Uh, Rebecca, 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 Rebecca. This is Ted. Howdy. Yeah, join us for a drink. Uh, here you go, Rupert. Anything else? Uh, a couple more glasses, May. From your west end to your marble arch. Uh, they all have a laugh. Uh, thanks for your invitation. We're here to see the Milk Sisters. Oh, well, we buy, bought, you know, uh, Bex owns their portion I can't own the club, but uh, Bex can. So, uh, you know, I got a little help from Rupert Doop uh, here. Oh, he says it, a little financial aid. But then when we're married, uh, you know, what's hers is mine. Mine is mine. Uh, you're engaged. Congratulations. Join us for a drink. Uh, drinks on me. Everybody's happy. Three boots, uh, free. We want boots of lager uh, to Richmond. Uh, then we have Danny and Keely. You want to get into the joy? Mucho, mucho joy. I don't know if I can get you paid for joy. No, I want to give it away for free. Thanks, Danny. Then Roy comes in, but let me pause it to uh, talk about Joy Germ Joan. This comes up uh, every once in a while. Uh, joy. Germ. Oh, I can't spell it right. Joy Germ. So it's Joy Germs Unlimited. Uh, National Joy Germ Day is January 8th. Uh, is there a website, though? Is National Joy Germ Day a real holiday? It's not a day off. Uh, joyful Newsletter. Joy Germ. Joy Germ Joan. I'm just trying to find. So there's the Joy Germ Foundation, which was uh, founded in Syracuse. Uh, 
Let's see, the last, uh, oh, I won't be able to get that because, uh, let's see, the joy germ on Twitter. Let's see. No, that's somebody else. Uh, catch the joy germ. I don't think that's the joy germ foundation. It's weird that it's, uh, it's uh, not, uh, their website is, does not have the most hits. And I'm just trying to find, a, like, a, something that doesn't, uh, let me see if I put in Joy Germ Foundation. There's the Joyful uh, Newsletter. Joy Germs is an informal club, National Joy Germ, J- Joy Germ Day. Uh, there's a lot about Joy Germ Joan, but most of those, uh, okay, this is from the Joyful Newsletter. And let's see, it's, uh, you know, many years ago, we featured an article about joy germs started in Syracuse, New York, uh, by a kindred spirit calls herself Joy Germ Joan, founded in 1981, 185,000 members. It's an informal club to spread goodwill and joy everywhere. Joy Germs, Joan says, it still has no meetings, just uh, kid-friendly greetings. Just do kind acts, no j- j- no, no, uh, no, just do kind acts, no dues. Uh, uh, got the idea for, she was working at an advertising firm and, uh, yeah, tried to counteract negativity. Uh, they plan parades, entertain any place, you know, where people are down, open to anyone who wants to join. And, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, there's a, like a lot about it. Uh, let's see if I can find anything else. Uh, there's like, uh, it's unfortunately it's mostly, uh, let me see this one. This is 55 plus magazine. Let me see if this one comes up. Cause a lot of them just have, uh, a lot of them are, um, paywalled articles, uh, yeah, this one's from 2021 from oh, 55 plus cny55.com. It's a one person operation. Uh, Joan E. White, Joy Germ Joan, accentuate the positive and find the silver lining. Uh, they've even, yeah, she was even doing it during the, you know, this couple of years, really working hard. So you should learn more about Joy Germ Joan and, uh, or Danny, you know, Danny's the new Joy Germ, Joy Germ Joan's not a fictional person though. Uh, so that's cool. I'm, uh, okay. So Danny leaves, Roy comes in, Keely laughs as Danny leaves, uh, and uh, Roy says, I'm not a baby. I'm not, I'm over Jamie. And Keila says, can you say that out loud to everybody? The press deserves to know. So she has a fake press conference. She makes them go up. Uh, and she pretends she's a press. Uh, Keila Jones, independent woman. Uh, can you repeat what you just said? I'm over it. Can I take you out tonight? Uh, Keely, and then she moves to a new seat. Uh, Keely Jones, uh, independent woman online. Uh, what changed your mind? Uh, like you more than I dislike Jamie, barely, but close. Uh, Kilo woman, oh, he says woman with the hair, independent woman magazine, uh, where are we going to go? Coffee, okay, any better than that? Dinner, sure. Then she moves again, 
Uh, yeah, woman with the eyes. Uh, Keely Jones, independent woman, insert on Sunday. Can you talk about this other thing you were talking about? Nope, no more questions. See you on the pitch. She watched him leave and laughs. Everybody's cheering Rupert on for the free drinks. They're halfway through the drinks. Rupert says, don't worry, I'm back in charge. Uh, we we don't like Ted. No offense. Thanks, Baz. Uh, you, Jeremy, and Paul are candid. Can't believe he knows our names. Uh, Bex is trying to hit the board. Hey, uh, if she hits the board, everybody cheer. Everybody cheers. Uh, Ted says, uh, you want to leave, Rebecca? She goes, no, no, I don't want to give him the uh, satisfaction. So, Rebecca, let's be friends again since we'll be sitting in the owner's box every single week. And Beck says, I'm not going every week. Rupert says, yep. Yeah. And when they ask me how it's going, I'm going to say, not good. Uh, I'll tell them. I'll be relentless. And then Ted says, man, you take your darts seriously, huh? Uh, what's that billiard game? Sounds like breakfast cereal. Oh, cookies. Uh, snooker. Snooker. Uh, he even makes a weighted blanket joke. Watch you got mail with a box of snookers. Everybody laughs at that. Ted throws a dart. Oh, wow. Uh, do you like darts, Ted? Yeah, they're okay. More of a cornhole man. And River says, what about a game? I mean, when he knows that Ted's not, he thinks Ted's not good, uh, my doctor told me I, uh, I was addicted to fettuccine Alfredo, too rich for my blood. I'll tell you what, instead of money, you pick the last two starting lineups, or if I win, you can't go in the owner's box. Uh, uh, he goes, I'm just following my gut. Uh, what do you think? Okay, you're on. Double in, double out. Whatever you say, Rupa Dupes. Uh, just let me know if I'm winning or losing. Oh, uh, Ruber says, I forgot I have my own darts. Uh, and Ted goes, wait a second, I forgot I'm left-handed. And then uh, he almost hits a bullseye. This is going to be a hit hoot. Then Keely and Roy are walking along the river and uh, talking. Uh, what were you busy about? Uh, well, I was busy. Yeah, with what? Uh, private. Uh, and she goes, are you dating anybody else? Uh, I just want to know. And he goes, it was yoga. Women over 60. They don't know who I am. Uh, Twice a week, uh, Maureen's dealing with something. We blew off some steam, went to a club, crepes and Balham. Like you said, it's private. Uh, and then Keely says, I'm going to kiss you now unless you run away. And she goes, I want to, I know you want to take it slow, but you know, maybe uh, we could, uh, you know, put our arms around each other or kiss for a long time, which they do. And some uh, pop, oh, pop. I said, almost said Pavarotti. Paparazzi takes a picture. Roy takes the flashcard. Marches off. Pictures of a first date. Come on, I'm going to cook for you. Uh, Rupert uh, has a 180. Well in, Rupert. Uh, Rebecca's not rooting for Rupert. Uh, shall I give you the lineup card? Uh, I'm going to put Sam on defense. Uh, that's what I said. It's not all Ted's fault. It is Rebecca who brought the hillbilly to our shores. And then he says some other stuff, and uh, Ted says, hey, uh, better manners, please. Uh, And he goes, okay, what do I need uh, to win? Two triple 20s and a bullseye. Okay. And he goes, hey, Rupert, you know, people have underestimated me my whole life. Uh, Never understood why. used to bother me. 
But one day I saw this Walt Whitman quote, uh, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. Uh, it triple 20. Rupert says, oh boy. So then I drive back to work and it hits me. Uh, all those fellows that bel- belittled me, not a single one of them was curious. They thought they had it all figured out. They judged everything, everyone. And I realized that they were underestimating me, but it had nothing to do with me. Because if they were curious, they would ask questions, you know? Like, uh, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? It's another triple 20. Uh, and he said I would have answered, yep, I have. Uh, every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar with my father from 10 to 16. And Rebecca starts to hear some of his story barbecue sauce and he hits a uh, red bull like a center bullseye and good game rupert uh and he goes well let's say you know bex is my date uh rebecca ted enjoy your evening may rebecca's very happy yeah that was fun now you gotta buy everybody drinks uh drinks on me do i have to and everyone cheers again bell gets rung then we have the high boss uh, practice uh, moment. Ted's very happy where they just spell out high boss with their bodies on the ground. And uh, how many fellows seen Sesame Street? Higgins is participating. He's holding the biscuits. So it's like her first, her morning. Morning, Higgins. Morning. Uh, all right. Uh, Ted's the eye and high. And uh, she says, hi, Ted. Can't hear you. It's like a funny sing-song you had to, too. She felt it. She felt it. That's what I'm talking about. She laughs. Uh, and she says, Ted really did dealt with Rupert. Uh, bad news. We had unsold seats. Give them to the opposing team. Well, that'll make sure we lose. We're going to get relegated, uh, Higgins says, uh, against Man City. Uh, and she goes, yeah, that'll bother Rupert. Uh, and she goes, do it, Higgins. Uh, and he goes, you know, no, I'm not going to. She goes, well, where was that attitude when uh, we were friends? Because you can't take your pay- punish Rupert for your pain. Uh, she goes, I thought we were friends. Uh, yeah. You had every opportunity to do something right. You never did. And he goes, yeah, you're right. Uh, I deserve that. Uh, and I'm sorry. Should have been braver. But this is wrong. You have to stop this behavior. And she goes, or what? He goes, well, I quit then. She goes, you'll be back, uh, and, uh, you know, then I'll, you know, pay, pay back you. And he storms out. Uh, she leans back, takes a breath, nods, and then Keely comes in and she says, hi. And then Keely shows a picture of her and Ted. You arranged for a photographer to do this. Uh, he said you hired him. Don't deny it. Either you tell Ted or I do. And the episode comes to a close uh, with Rebecca staring and then looking off screen. And uh, that's it. Good night, everybody.